Well, welcome to Liberty Church Online today. And wherever you're watching from, we are so glad that you are with us today. And, uh, you know, I just want to extend a special welcome um, to all of our Liberty communities uh, today, all of you watching in London, Manzini, St. Pete, and right here in New York City. Uh, we're just super grateful that you joined us. And I'm excited to, to be able to share with you guys today. You know, it, it's in the news lately, all we seem to hear about for the past several weeks has been the coronavirus. And a lot of that news is difficult to hear. And, and I think for many of us, it's causing there to be a lot of anxiety, maybe even helplessness. Uh, maybe for some of us, we're feeling super discouraged. Uh, some of us feeling very, uh, maybe fearful about uh, just the uncertainty of the times that we find ourselves in. And maybe today where you find yourself is even feeling a little bit hopeless. And um, which we, we realize is a part of uh, just what this, this whole situation is. But I, I just believe and I'm grateful for people in the world who during this time are finding ways to give the world good news. And you know, I think about celebrities like John Krasinski and Jimmy Fallon who have just found creative outlets to continue to just promote and share stories of, of, of hope and stories of, of amazing things that are happening um, in our world, even in the midst of all the things that are happening with the coronavirus. And I even love seeing just the, the stuff on Instagram and especially uh, the Instagram account called the Good 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 Co. that is just pushing so much good news out there. And I think in the time that we find ourselves in, we need that good news. And, and so I'm just excited to be able to share with us. And, and you know, I think we need good news that is not just gonna make us feel better about uh, today or better about the, the next 30 minutes of our life, but we need good news that will empower us, that will strengthen us to navigate the times that we're living in well. And, um, and so throughout this month, we've been in a series called Good News. And the past couple of weeks, we've looked at um, how the, the love of God, it calls us to be more than conquerors and how we can trust God as our provider. But today, what I wanna talk about is the unshakable hope that we have in Jesus, the unshakable hope that we have in Jesus. And if you're taking notes this today, the title of this message is Anchor for the Soul. Anchor for the soul. And, and what I love about this unshakable hope that we have in Jesus is it it's not just a it's not just us crossing our fingers and wishing for something to happen, but this hope that we have in Jesus is an anchor for the soul, a hope that keeps us grounded, a hope that keeps us steady, a hope that keeps us stable, no matter what's coming our way. And so my prayer. Uh, is that today we would all gain, including myself, a deeper understanding of, of the unshakable hope that we have in Jesus and what us putting, taking hold of that hope, us trusting that hope, what it can do for our lives. But I would love to pray for us before we jump into the word today. Father, we love you. We thank you for who you are. We thank you for what you've done. And God, I thank you that we're able to even gather online and, um, and Father, I pray for your word to go forth. I pray, would you make yourself known uh, through your word today? And, uh, and right where you are, if you would just pray this with me, God, if you speak, I'll listen. 
And it's in Jesus' name we pray, amen. I love this story that I came upon a couple weeks ago on an app called Medium, uh, which just kind of populates different stories that, that sends me notifications on the app uh, every single day. But I think it's super fitting for what we're talking about today. And I would love to just be able to read it to you. And this is what it says, this young lady shared this story on Medium. And this is what it says. It says, on March 29th, my family and I began with what we thought were symptoms of a flu. My grandfather spiked a fever, then my mother, then my sister, then I did, then my father. And within days, we were all clearly ill. My grandfather could not sleep or eat and his fever would not come down. So he was taken to the hospital to get checked out. Our worst nightmare, he tested positive for COVID-19. Within five days, my grandfather's health deteriorated. It was painful to see and experience. No goodbyes, no hugs, and no I love yous. The only thing that comforts my soul is to know that my grandfather had a relationship with Jesus. My grandfather would read the word of God to us. He would pray with us and pray over us. And it was clear that no matter what he was going through, he had fully placed his hope in Jesus and that his hope was Jesus. And that same hope comforts my soul. But our family wasn't out of the woods. My mom's health was also struggling. I told my mom, let's go get you checked out. And I was nervous, but clinging on to hope and clinging on to God's promises. I took my mom to get checked, not knowing what would happen. And five days later, we were watching a miracle in motion. My mom didn't need to be intubated because she was fighting. All in the meantime, and in the midst of the pain and suffering happening in our family, my soul has never felt more secure. And it's secure because of the hope I have in Jesus and because Jesus is my hope. And I love that story. And it's the same hope that we all need today and, uh, and that our world needs today. And, and this hope is not just something that we have in Jesus, but Jesus is our hope. And that hope is an anchor for the soul. If you have your Bible, turn with me to Hebrews chapter six, and we're gonna start in verse 17. And I'm reading from the Passion Translation today. And this is what it says. It says, so in the same way, God wanted to end all doubt and confirm it even more forcefully to those who would inherit his promises. His purpose was unchangeable. So God added his vow to the promise. So it is impossible for God to lie for we know that his promise and his vow will never change. And now we have run into his heart to hide ourselves in his faithfulness. This is where we find his strength and comfort for he empowers us to seize what has already been established ahead of time, an unshakable hope. We have this certain hope like a strong, unbreakable anchor holding our souls to God himself. Our anchor of hope is fastened to the mercy seat which sits in the heavenly realm beyond the sacred threshold and where Jesus, our forerunner, has gone in before us. He is now and forever a royal priest like Machizeldeck. And so with the time that I have left today, I want us to look at a couple things that this passage speaks to us about the hope that we have in Jesus. And if you're taking notes, the first thing that this passage speaks to us about the hope that we have in Jesus is that this hope is an anchor. This hope 
is an anchor. For many of us, when we think about the word anchor, we think about uh, an anchor for a ship or a vessel. And one of the things I love about this imagery is the role of an anchor for a ship or a very large boat, let's say like a yacht, the role of the anchor is that they would throw the anchor down deep into the water so that in, in, in the case that, that it might be a storm or some heavy wind or waves, the boat itself would remain stable and secure and steady. And, and, and I love that. And, and think about it, captains of boats, they're not dropping the anchor uh, after something has happened. They're not gonna drop the anchor once they see that the wind is all around them or that there's a massive storm coming in. But they drop the anchor into the water in anticipation or, or with the expectation that there might be a storm or there might be heavy winds that might come and cause the boat to be unsteady. The other thing about anchors is that it matters what's holding your anchor. So a lot of ships, uh, you know, place the anchor away from the ship. You know, if you're in the middle of the ocean, you're gonna take that thing all the way deep down into the water. Maybe you're in a, uh, you know, like at a dock, you wanna secure your anchor to the dock because you know that the dock's gonna hold it. And so it matters what you're allowing to hold your anchor. In other words, it matters what your anchor is fastened to. And in the same way, the hope that we have in Jesus is an anchor for our soul, the same way that a ship releases an anchor in anticipation or expectation that there might be a storm coming or there might be heavy winds coming, the same way the hope that we have in Jesus is the confident expectation of what God has promised and its strength is in his faithfulness. Let me say that one more time. Our hope in Jesus is the confident expectation of what God has promised and its strength is in his faithfulness. The same way that a ship typically anchors away from the boat, deep down in the water or making sure that the dock is gonna hold the anchor, maybe it's a reef, whatever it may be, our anchor, what Hebrews 6 tells us is that our anchor is not fastened to anything in the world. It's fastened to something greater. Our anchor is fastened to the mercy seat. It's fastened to heaven. And because of that, it just reminds us that there is nothing that can move that. And so this hope that we have in Jesus, it is an anchor. I love this quote from R.C. Sproul. It says this, hope is called the anchor of the soul because it gives stability to the Christian life. But hope is not simply a wish. I wish that such and such would take place. Rather, it is that which latches on to the certainty of the promises of the future that God has made. And I, I wanna give you two things that this hope that is an anchor for our soul, two things that it does for us. And if you're taking notes, the first thing that this hope as an anchor does for us is that it gives us a deep confidence that we will inherit all that God promises us in Jesus. Hope as an anchor gives us a deep confidence that we will inherit all that God promises us in Jesus. You can make the case that maybe the soul is the deepest part of who we are. And so in the same way that you find a boat in the middle of the ocean, 
and they drop that anchor deep down into the water to make sure that it, 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 it latches onto a reef or latches onto something that is secure. This, that's in that same way, Jesus gives us a hope that he wants to be the anchor for our soul. And so when you think about that, now the deepest part of who I am is clinging on, not to anything of this world, but is clinging on to God himself. And so the deepest part of me is now connected to God. And what this does is it develops within our soul a deep confidence that all of God's promises are yes and amen. And hear, hear this, where you decide to throw your anchor will determine the depth of your confidence. Where you decide to throw your anchor will determine the depth of your confidence. Are you throwing your anchor to things that are temporary solutions to what really is an eternal situation, which is your soul? Or are you throwing your anchor to God and allowing your soul to hold on to who God is, to hold on to what God has already done for you and for me? Hope as an anchor gives us a deep confidence that we will inherit all that God promises us in Jesus. The second thing that this hope does for us as an anchor is hope as an anchor assures us that our future is in his hand for our good. What we see in Hebrews chapter six, it says that God added his vow to the promise to assure us not only that our present is secure, but that our future is secure because when God added his vow to the promise, the reason that he did that is because he knew that his vow would never change. And so God's vow is the same today. It's gonna to be the same tomorrow. It's gonna to be the same uh, a month from now. It's gonna be the same even once we get through all of this coronavirus stuff. He never changes. And because of that, if we allow that hope to be an anchor for our soul, it is assuring us that our future is in his hands for our good. Jeremiah 29, verse 11, it says this, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you what? A hope and a future. Plans to give you a hope that is an anchor for your soul that assures that your future is in his hand for our good. But this hope is not just something that God wants to give us. It's not just something that we're, we're supposed to receive, but this hope that, that we have in Jesus that is an anchor for our soul is something that, that should be experienced with Jesus. It's not just something that we, we should receive or we should be given from God, but it's something to be experienced. And how we experience the hope that we have in Jesus, if you're taking notes, write this down. In order to experience the hope that we have in Jesus, we must take hold of that hope. We must take hold of that hope. In other words, we have to bank on that hope. We have to trust in that hope. We have to feel secure in it. We have to feel satisfied in it and with it. Long for it the way that we long for a new morning after a long night. That's how we should be taking hold of that hope. And so with the time that I have left today, I just wanna give us three things that we can do, super practical things that we can do to not just 
uh, receive that hope in Jesus, but experience that hope in Jesus and take hold of that hope so that it can be an anchor for our soul. And the first thing is this, is to meditate daily on the promises of God. Meditate daily on the promises of God. One of the things I like to do throughout my day is really quick, just take five minutes at three points throughout the day, whether it's in the morning, lunchtime, and in the evening, or just three times throughout the day, wherever I can get it. And five minutes in the middle of the day, simply pause and meditate on a promise of God. You know, I think about Isaiah 40, 31, which says, but those who hope in the Lord will renew, renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. I think about Isaiah 41, 10. It says, so do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. I think about Deuteronomy, the Deuts 31 verse eight, which says the Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid and do not be discouraged. See what happens when we go through uncertain times like we find ourselves in right now, or when we go through difficult situations or circumstances in our life, we won't feel like God is faithful and merciful. And we must actively recall God's promises to mind. We must actively recall God's promises and, and allow those things to be normal thoughts of our everyday life. Meditating on the promises of God reminds us of his faithfulness. It reminds us of his goodness and that we can trust in the hope that we have in him and that our hope is secure. You know, I think about one of the, one of the books that was given to me several years ago was a devotional by Charles Spurgeon that I would read, uh, you know, through different periods of the day. And, uh, and I still have it and I love it and I go back to it periodically, but it was a devotional all about the promises of God. And if you're looking for a resource uh, to read, I, I would highly recommend that devotional. And, and, and every single day, it's taking you through a promise of God and how you can meditate on that and how you can apply it to your day. And, um, and so I wanna recommend that. The second thing that we can do practically to take hold of that hope, to stir up that hope, is to write down the things that God has already done in your life. Write down the things that God has already done in your life. I love writing down or journaling what God has done in my life at different points in my life because it reminds me of his character. And look, we're gonna find ourselves in difficult situations. We're gonna find ourselves in uncertain times, not just right now, but even in the future. And, uh, and so the thing that is so powerful about our hope being anchored in who God is and what God has done for us and allowing that hope to be an anchor for our soul is that no matter what we face, it does not change the character of God. You know, I think about situations in my life where things didn't turn out the way that I thought they would. Things that maybe I, I ended up putting my hope in instead of putting my hope in God and allowing my hope to be anchored in God. And I think about these situations where things didn't turn out the way that I thought they would. And I, I can recall in those moments specifically how I felt after the fact, 
I felt like I was part of the reason why things didn't happen the way that they, they were supposed to, that I let people down or that maybe it was my fault. But the powerful thing about our hope being, and the hope that we have in our soul being anchored to God and us allowing that hope to be our anchor is, is, is that he will never change. That who God is will never change no matter what our circumstances are. And I think a lot of times we allow our circumstances to dictate the hope that we have in Jesus rather than allowing the hope that we have in Jesus to dictate how we see and how we live in the midst of the circumstances that we face. And so I wanna encourage you to write the things down that God has already done in your life. And what's that gonna do? It's gonna remind you of his character. It's gonna remind you that he's good. It's gonna remind you that he's never left you or forsaken you. It's gonna remind you that he's going before you so you don't have any reason to fear, but you can be full of faith and full of hope. It's gonna remind you that, that all of his promises for you are yes and amen. It's gonna remind you that he is your provider. It's gonna remind you that he does call you more than a Conqueror. It's going to remind you that he does have a plan for your future that's going to prosper you and not harm you. It's going to remind you that he is faithful in every season, in every circumstance. And that's the reason that this hope can be an anchor for our soul. So I want to encourage you to write the things down that God has already done in your life. Maybe he's even doing some things right now in the midst of all that's happening around us. Write those things down. You know, I, one of the things that we do at the end of the year, Tess and I, is we actually write down for the next year three things that we're believing God's gonna help us make happen. And, and every time once we get to the end of that year, we open up that envelope and we look at it, and I can't tell you how many times those things have happened. And now they're markers for us of his faithfulness. They're markers of his goodness. Write down the things that God has already done in your life. The third and last thing is this, share this hope with others. I think one of the most important ways that we actually take hold of hope is by giving that hope to others. You know, I think it's, it's important that we realize that allowing this hope to be an anchor for our soul is not just meant for us. Jesus didn't give his life on the cross for the sake of our sin and our shame, so that just I would be able to experience that and to have the hope that I have in him now. But Jesus gave his life on the cross for us so that we would be reconciled to our Father in heaven and so that all of the world would be able to receive and take hold of this hope that I have, that you have, that we have. And so I wanna encourage you to take hold of the hope and share it with others. There is no more important time in our world than now for us as the church, people who are following Jesus, to be carriers of this hope that is an anchor for our soul. I believe that hope is the bridge to us being full of faith. I believe that hope is the bridge for us realizing that, man, I'm gonna have a great expectation in my soul that God is gonna do something incredible in my life, that God's already doing something incredible in my life. And so what that does is it causes you to be full of faith. 
And I think there are many people in our world today who don't have that faith, but hope can be that bridge for them. That you sharing that hope might be a bridge for them to, to experience faith. For those who are hopeless, this hope that we have can be a bridge to them experiencing, receiving this hope that can be an anchor, not just for us, but for them. That this hope, Jesus, our hope, that when we share this hope, people realize that Jesus is the bridge because Jesus is our hope. And that Jesus is the only bridge that can set us free. That Jesus is the only bridge who can heal the broken places in our life. That Jesus is the only bridge who can take us from being someone who has no hope to someone who is full of hope and can't do anything but share that hope with others. That Jesus is the only bridge through the hope that we have in him because he is the hope for all of humanity that can take us from being dead to being fully alive in him. That is the good news. That is the good news that we have, is that I have this hope that is an anchor for my soul because of what Jesus did on the cross for me. And so the greatest thing that I can do with this hope is not keep it to myself, but part of me taking hold of this hope is sharing this hope with the world around me. So my question for you is this, who do you need to share the hope that you have in Jesus with? Maybe even right now, God's putting someone in your heart to just send them a text and say, hey, I'm thinking about you. I'm praying for you. How can I pray for you? Hey, is there anything that you need during this time? Sometimes sharing the hope that we have in Jesus this hope that we allow to be an anchor for our soul is really us sharing this hope in hopes that maybe for a season, us sharing that hope can be an anchor for them. And in the process of them allowing that anchor to be an anchor for their soul, they realize how much Jesus loves them. And so I just pray more than anything that we would all leave this place knowing that we have the greatest hope of all, a hope that is unshakable, a hope that no storm can move because it is anchored in our soul and heaven is the thing that our anchor is fastened to.